Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Monday, July 26. U.S. equity futures are in the red, so you have the S&P futures off about 15 points. That's about 33 basis points. The Nasdaq futures are doing a bit better. They're down 23 points. That's about 15 basis points. The Dow futures are off 175 points. That's about 50 basis points. So down 30 basis points on the S&P, about half that down 15 basis points on the Nasdaq and then down about 50 basis points for the Dow. The major European indices are trading down about 50 to 70 basis points overall. You are seeing outperformance in Europe in basic resources, um, along with airline stocks. And then you're seeing underperformance in autos. Autos are down about 2% in Europe, along with banks and insurers. Banks are off about 1%. Turning to Asia, the price action was very mixed. So you had Japan trade very well, up about a percent, but you had Hong Kong get hit hard off about 4% on the Hang Seng. The Shanghai Comp finished off about 2.3%. So certainly a relatively somber mood this morning, although I would caution investors about kind of um, buying too much into the negativity this morning. Um, just given that a lot of the reasons being cited for today's selling pressure are not necessarily very new. So um, Hong Kong, obviously very much in focus. You had Hong Kong stocks get hit extremely hard. The education stocks are getting demolished. Um, China came out over the weekend confirming, essentially confirming the Bloomberg report out uh, Monday morning, uh, Friday morning rather, just talking about how they're going to impose severe, severe restrictions on the for-profit education industry. Um, you know, remember Bloomberg Friday morning said China was considering turning the industry into um, a nonprofit, and that's essentially what they're doing by, um, you know, again, all these restrictions being placed on them. But that Bloomberg article hit after Asia closed on Friday, but before the U.S. opened. So it makes sense Hong Kong would be responding to it today, but the U.S. markets had, um, you know, the entire Friday session essentially to absorb that news. So, um, you know, just keep that in mind as we look at some of the price action today. The other issue being cited is COVID. And, there, you know, again, the, the tone of the media reporting on COVID is negative. Um, the transmission statistics, the hospitalization statistics are moving in the wrong direction. Um, you know, you continue to hear reports about um, various different state and local governments, including um, also now the CDC reconsidering the mask mandates. So you could see the mask mandates being brought back in certain situations in the U.S. Um, and then, you know, internationally, too, you have you have reports of, um, you know, various different um, regions and governments reimposing lockdown restrictions. However, um, you know, I don't think the narrative necessarily is changing a whole lot. And I think, again, markets are watching very closely hospitalization and and severe illness, illness statistics versus just transmission statistics. There are reports that the mRNA vaccines are less effective as far as blocking transmission when it comes to um, the new variants, including the Delta variant. However, they are still very effective um, in terms of preventing hospitalization and severe illness. So if you look at the hospitalization statistics, 90 plus percent of the people being hospitalized today for COVID are non-vaccinated. So I think the mRNA vaccines to the extent they continue to um, be very effective, that will that will make that will keep markets relatively calm. And I think that's one reason why stocks are not necessarily reacting to the extent one would think based on the tenor of media reporting. The other big thing is we have not seen any company so far during the Q2 earnings season cite the this latest wave of COVID as being um, you know providing or creating an incremental headwind to their business. And in fact, the industry is most sensitive to COVID airlines, um, you know, sound relatively bullish. You had another airline, Ryanair out in Europe this morning had decent earnings and they're making bullish commentary about bookings trends throughout the summer. So airlines are trading very well in, in Europe. Um, 
which just, again, I think if airlines, which are one of the most sensitive sectors to COVID, are not seeing a material degradation to their business from Delta variant, I don't necessarily think markets should be terribly concerned about it. Um, and again, so that's, I think those are two, just two issues to keep in mind. Um, the mRNA vaccines and the fact that you aren't seeing companies really call out Delta variant as, um, in it, as, as creating incremental headwinds right now. Obviously, if things continue, if you were to see governments reimpose more lockdown restrictions, that would change. But um, you know, I think I think the Ryanair comments today, and then you also go back to last week. You had American Airlines, you have United Airlines, you had Delta out two weeks ago. Um, none of them are really seeing it, so just keep that in mind. Um, on the U.S. fiscal policy front, so again, this bipartisan bill it could be out as soon as today. You could see an important procedural vote in the Senate later this week. That, in theory, should be able to get over that sixty thresh that sixty vote threshold. Markets are rooting for this bill to pass. If you were to see this bill pass the House and the Senate and get to Biden's desk, get signed into law, that essentially would remove the risk of tax hikes. You did have Pelosi come out over the weekend saying that even if the Senate were to pass this bipartisan bill, she will not allow it to come to the floor without the separate reconciliation bill. Remember, the reconciliation bill presumably will include um, some large tax hikes. So the fact that Pelosi is saying she won't allow the bipartisan to come without the um, separate reconciliation bill that is a negative, but that's something she's been saying all along. And it's also something you would expect her to say at this point in time, if she tries to keep her party aligned um, on the whole fiscal process. If she were to come out right now and say, um, you know, that she would allow the bipartisan bill to come um, without any reconciliation bill alongside it, um, I think you start to see the Democratic Party start to fracture on this whole issue. So for the sake of keeping the party aligned, that that would be her message at this point in time. So that really shouldn't be surprising. So those are the three negatives today. China, China regulatory crackdown, COVID, and then the, um, you know, the just the Pelosi comment about about the two separate bills coming to the floor. So all that has been in the market, in the media now for a couple of weeks, so nothing should be terribly um, shocking to investors today. I'm not necessarily saying that future should be up, you know, a percent, but just to kind of, I think, um, you know, lest we have a repeat of last week where we came in again on Monday, stocks were down a lot, and then you just proceeded to ramp higher um, Tuesday through Friday. So just to keep some, everything in perspective. Um, so there, there is more to go through today. I'm not going to have time. Everything's in the piece. It's actually a lot of news over the weekend and this morning. Um, this week coming up is going to be the busiest week of the entire summer. So this is the peak week of earnings in the US and Europe. You have a Fed meeting, you have a lot of GDP reports, you have a lot of inflation reports. Um, I have previews for everything. Um, I have everything outlined in the Vital Dawn this morning, and then the Vital Catalyst Watch piece, which gets published every Friday um, or Saturday. That is up on the website. That has previews for 52 individual companies that are reporting earnings this week, along with previews for all the big macro events as well. For Monday, specifically July 26, the big focus will primarily be... Um, on earnings. So some of the big ones out this morning before the open, Hasbro, Lockheed Martin, Otis, after the close, um, Tesla will be the big one. Um, and so that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.